You want to say that again? Because we just started recording. The five best basketball players in the NBA. In the NBA right now? LeBron's in there. He has to be. Yeah. LeBron, obviously, right? So you got to go from there. You got to build from there. LeBron. Embiid is having an MVP season. He's, he is having an MVP type season. You got Kevin Durant, who's been having a great season, although he He is, looks like Kevin Durant again. He like, is taking some games off. That's okay. I personally think that's okay. You got he's Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic. Jokic is putting playing his ass off. Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell is an interesting part of this conversation because you almost you, ha- you just have to throw in somebody from the Jazz, right? So is it Mitchell or is it a Gobert? Right? It's not Gobert. It's not Gobert. Can it be Gobert? I think it can be Gobert. Like I like out of the two, like I would prefer Mitchell still, but man, Gobert just has a different type of impact. Then, like, he doesn't have the gaudy stats or anything, but it, the game changes when he's in it. It always happens for those defensive players, right? Like yeah. the Tony Allens and the, uh, let's say, Avery Bradleys and the Marcus Smarts, like we've been talking about before. But I feel like the defensive players always get underrated to a degree. But on the other hand, Donovan Mitchell. He's nasty. He's having, you know, he, he plays like Dwayne Wade. Yeah. He's having a good season. The Jazz are number one in the West. Oh, and by like it like by record wise, it's a good margin. And like by like if you could dive into like the advanced analytics, they are crushing everybody. Cause and I think a lot a big part of that's because Mike Conley is like they got him like kinda in the middle of the season last year and now he's fully integrated into the system and Quinn Snyder figured out a way to have like whether it's Mike Conley or Donovan Mitchell, or even a guy like Jordan Clarkson, just people who can create their own shot, getting the touches to do so. Like, they've figured that out now. And it's disgusting. It's so good. Quinn Snyder is definitely an underrated coach. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, let's get back to the player thing, because I think this is really interesting. you got to have LeBron in there. I think you got to have KD in there, personally. Well, do we have a jazz player in there? I Let me say these other names before we talk about Donovan and, and Gobert. All right. Giannis is coming off... Back-to-back MVP seasons. Well, we got to include Giannis. Yeah, and MVP, you know, defensive player of the year last year as well. Today he had that awesome game against the Clippers, which well, that's already four guys. Embiid deserves a shout in this conversation. I think Kawhi Leonard still deserves a shout in this conversation. Possibly. Luka Doncic deserves a shout in this conversation. And I think Steph Curry, for what he did this year, how is he not a top-five player in the league right now? That's eight guys I just named who should be top five players before we got to any ba- anybody on the Jazz. I don't think... Anthony that. Davis, man. These are all top five players. I'm named nine players. I don't think Anthony Davis deserves to be in that top five. I don't think Kawhi deserves to be in that top five. How how good are, are the Clippers right now? I don't, the Clippers are, are solid. They should have won today. They That was, embar- that was embarrassing the way they lost to the Bucs. They just think, lost... The Bucs won a 9-0 run. Do you think that, the, that Kawhi has... Clippers are third. They're third in the West at twenty four and twelve. Behind the Lakers, behind and the, the Lakers Jazz. and the Jazz, twenty seven and seven and twenty four and eleven. Do you think that Kawhi has one of the two, either Paul George or Kawhi? Do you think one of them has taken a step below their peak? I think it's pretty obvious Kawhi's defense isn't what it was in San Antonio. He's still good. He's still Let's not phenomenal. Get he's wrong. And honestly, in the playoffs, he still might, like, when he just decides to turn it on because he's a fucking cyborg. Yeah, we have no idea. He might He might end up looking like the Kawhi of old, like the Toronto Kawhi that that 
was mythic. The like the fact that he <laughs> went to the he went there for one year, won a chip, crushed Giannis in the second round with that he had remember that I one mean, dunk he had on him? He had a dunk on Giannis in transition with a left hand. That was nasty. Yeah. That was really nasty. And like I mean he hit the game winner against the seventy six. That seventy six game winner is so fun. I've never seen a ball bounce like that. It was just like he couldn't have wrote wrote that. He couldn't have written that better. Nah, not in any type of book ever. Storybook ending. That, yeah, makes sense. Ra- then he goes to L.A. The Raptors have been trying to win a championship ever since they became a team all the way in the early two thousands, late nineties, and uh, you know they, they they've been going through it with all their players. Uh, I mean, they started with Bosch and they went through Vince. I mean, I guess they started with Vince Carter and Chase McGrady and went through Bosch era and went through, you know, DeMar DeRozan era in 2009 and then they got Kyle Lowry and, and they were LeBronto. LeBronto and then they got <laughs> Kawhi Leonard and they won. So, um, you know, the Raptors, they've been they've been doing what they needed to do in these past years as a brand new franchise coming into the league. They got a ring. Yeah. So now what's the, that's what what is the the goal for them? That that's the point. Hopefully they don't fall into like a Knicks slump where they don't want another one forever. Forever, yeah. <laughs> for 30 years, 25. I think it was 40 years. I think it was 72 was the last one. I think we're hitting 50 in the 70s, years soon. definitely. I think we're hitting 50 years soon since since the mecca of basketball that that team won an NBA championship. Hey, man, they're fourth in the East right now, right? Are they really fourth in the East? They're tied with Brooklyn? Are they not? They're tied they actually, with the No, best. they straight up have the fourth best record in the East. All right, the best New York City basketball team. I actually saw some interesting stats that they were like, they lead the league in, excuse me, in uh, defensive, like, uh, opponent field goal percentage, opponent three-point percentage, like, just defensively, like, teams, I'm not going to say they're shutting teams down, I'm saying Julius Randle's Defensive Player of the Year candidate. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's uh, them shutting teams down, or do you think teams play down to their level? For because it's the Knicks. Yeah, honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. Because uh, you're not going to play the Knicks like you play the Bucks. You're not going to no. play, and they're you're not going to put that much preparation in game film. Man. Yeah, and they're they're one game, or sorry, they're three games behind the Bucks right now. They're one seed below the Bucks right now. The Knicks would have home court advantage if the playoffs started. The New York Knicks would have, if I told you the Knicks would have home court advantage this year before the season started and the Warriors would miss the playoffs, and this is all like pre-clay injury, you would have said, where's the meth that you're smoking? Yeah, if I said the Celtics were fighting for the 10th seed, what would you think? Because we've had them both as our number one team (laughs) coming into the year. I thought the Celtics were going to be one of the best teams in the league, and uh, they're, they're fighting for... Even 500 right now. I will say, though, I think we were right about how hard the Atlantic Division was going to be. Cause the Knicks have stepped up. The Raptors have, have fallen up. a little bit since we last talked about them, since we last predicted where they'll be at. But I think the Knicks make up for where the Raptors have fallen. Yeah, yeah. And it's all a tight competitive bunch. I mean, the Raptors, the Knicks, the 76ers have been the 76ers best have been record awesome. in the league. Yeah. Coming out of nowhere. The Celtics, obviously. Uh, the Nets. And then the Nets. The Nets are the second best team in the... I mean, they're probably the best team in the East. Probably. 
uh, when all players are playing. And last time we talked about the Nets potentially being a number one, two seed or being that two through five seed. Now they have James Harden. That's a different, yeah. That's a different team. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea what they're capable I, of. Now. I don't think the seeding matters at this point because they have three guys, who can two guys who are MVPs, playoff game. and the third guy has made arguably the the biggest shot in basketball history up to this point. You're talking about Kyrie. Yeah, I'm talking about Kyrie. All right. Against, yeah. against Stephen Curry. Uh, yeah, against Steph Curry. Six. Or game, game seven, seven, sir. 2016 NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. yeah. In Oracle. That nobody had scored for like three minutes. Tied at 89. It was the, the momentum of the game was dead. Now, and like he's that exact guy that like he can just, he, he doesn't need there to be momentum in a game. He can just take over. Now, question. Do you think that LeBron's block was more valuable at that moment than Kyrie's shot at that moment? I'll say yes because... I'm I'm pretty sure in both instances the game was tied, so so the block for LeBron was was fucking insane and also prevented them from taking a lead. Whereas Kyrie shot like if it doesn't go in, it, it does not bode well for the Cavs at all. But but the game's still tied. Drought. It's, 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 yeah, the game is still done. Like everyone's done scoring essentially. Curry will probably go throw another pass behind his back into a, into the stands. And the Cavs get the ball back, so, <laughs> but like the game's still tied at eighty nine. So like yeah. to me, it's not. It's still an unreal shot, but in, like if, compared to the block, I think the block reigns supreme over it. Yeah, I think uh, a bunch of people probably agree with the you know the block being the most, I guess, famous point of that finals. I didn't even mention Tristan Thompson in the top five player argument either. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, talking about Celtics, uh, we got three All Star, four All Stars. You know, Tristan Thompson, <laughs> Kemba Walker, Daniel Tice, and uh, oh yeah, Romeo and, Langford. So, oh yeah, Grant Williams yeah. is a shot to be an All Star too. You know, Robert Williams is actually uh, playing. Robert Williams, yeah, both he had that one big old dunk. Yeah, Grant Williams is the one that I I could say an insult, but I'm not gonna say an insult. He's he looks a, funny. <laughs> I don't know if Grant Williams looks funny. Grant Williams, um. You know how nice more it is athletic. to say that in a basement? No, or, sorry, never hear this. Robert Williams is more athletic. Robert, yeah, Grant he had Williams that one. Is more, yeah, no, funny looking. Yeah, yeah, he is funny looking. He's, <laughs> he's, he's very funny looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, he plays a little bit soft, I won't lie. As a Celtics yeah. fan, watching Grant Williams play. No, especially because he's such a big body. Like, six dude, eight, I believe. But he's like thick. He's thick he's and he's a six thick eight, dude. And he gets moved. Yeah. Like consistently, not like a six eight player you'd probably imagine get moved. So, uh, you know, he's had some questionable games this year. Well, the Celtics have had a few uh, players that have been questionable this year, like Jeff Teague. Man, what is Jeff Teague doing on the Boston Celtics? Roster? I have no idea. He doesn't really create much. For the team, especially on the bench unit, the second unit. And he doesn't really just give the Celtics an advantage whenever he's on the court. I feel like most of the time, Jeff Teague takes away from the Boston Celtics being the Boston Celtics. And I love Tristan Thompson. I think that's still a good signing, even though he hasn't shown exactly what he can do yet. Jeff Teague, on the other hand, take his minutes away. <laughs> give him to Peyton Pritchard. Do something with him. Give him to Peyton Pritchard. Pritchard is the real deal. 
He's already hit a game winner in Miami. Yeah, he's pretty fuck. He's he's solid. He he got injured. He tore his MCL already. Yeah, and he's already back. He's already back, which is so weird. And he's I, playing just like he was. Yeah. So Peyton Pritchard, man, he's Peyton the future Pritchard. in Boston. Well, Boston fans, you know, and maybe Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, but yeah. Peyton, but we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Pritchard's the way to go. I think Peyton Pritchard might be our um, our one of our favorites. You know, coming up for a while. We had Rondo for a while, who was our, like, IT was our favorite for a while as well. You know, we, uh, Boston, you know. Like kinda, a little guy. Yeah, they yeah. choose like a favorite, you know, every once in a while. And Peyton Pritchard looks like he's fitting that bill very well. Yeah. So, Are you disappointed in the Hawks? I'm a little disappointed in the Hawks thus far. They haven't been doing as good as we both thought they were going to do. Yeah. I, I had Trey Young as a... That's a sleeper MVP guy. I thought they had a chance to have. Not I thought they had a chance an, to be where the Knicks are right now. Trey Young, not even an All Star nomination, uh, or like an All Star. Did he really not even get an All Star nom? I, he might have gotten an All Star nom. I'm just saying he's not even an All Star. So, over Julius Randle, as you're a Knicks fan, <laughs> what do you think about that? I think Julius Randle's the real deal. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's tough not to reward. Like the All Star Game is kind of like a it's, it's, it's checking it's like in the on the season race, essentially in a way. Yeah, like so the amount that your the amount of wins that your team has like factors into that pretty heavily. Team like success. Trey Young is probably b- better than Julius Randle. Maybe, maybe. I'm not even gonna say that for sure because honestly, Julius Randle. I, w- I watched the game. I mean, that one v one would go. One v one would be. It, we just get bodied. It would, be, it would be honestly be like a dad be playing like a, a three, son. Three-pointer suited. Like it would, dude, it would straight up be. 90s basketball. A, a dad today playing their son, but like a 32-year-old dad who's just like kind of big-bodied playing like some he's kid who's learning how to play basketball. No, nah, he's like 26 or 27, I think. 28 or something, yeah. Yeah, so. he's still kind of young. All right. But legit, he would just like, he would dad him the whole game. And then Trey Young would just try to shoot threes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And we we have that enough in the NBA. I feel. Honestly, that is the NBA. I saw a crazy that you know that Jimmy High Roller guy, the YouTuber. Yeah, he made it. He put out a video. He's amazing. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he put out a video about why the the NBA there's just like the scoring has fucking exploded the the past couple seasons. Yeah, and John sent me that video. He sent me that video as well. That's how <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> and did you, did he get to the end of it where he just saw like the last three years? I did not, but I imagine James Harden going crazy. He, go, he goes through essentially how many, a hundred, like, the barometer of, like, what a crazy game scoring-wise would be for a team. Talking about game score. Just a game score, yeah. Yeah. Would be, like, 130 points. Like, for points in a game. Yeah. It, it would be, like, in the season, there were, like, 20 of those times where a team got to 130 points. Whereas now, it's, like, it's, it's over 100 times per season. Because there's only 82 games, but... A lot of the time, both teams will score over 130 points. Yeah. It's insane. The past three years, it exploded, which, like, I was thinking about how Shaq didn't get a unanimous MVP. He was one vote away. LeBron didn't get a unanimous MVP. He was one vote away. And then Curry got the unanimous MVP. And I was like, that's kind of bullshit. But the more I think about it, like, that is exactly when the league completely changed. Like, it's kind of well, it's, I think it's well-deserved then historically if you change the way the game is played to get the unanimous MVP. And as much as um, I'm a LeBron fan, you know, and I think uh, LeBron deserves his respect. Yeah. Did he change the NBA as much as Curry did, as much as maybe Kobe Bryant or Shaq or 
Allen Iverson did before him? Yeah. I feel like those are questions, you know, you got to kind of look into. And I don't, maybe he didn't. That's not taking away from LeBron and his accolades and his greatness and dominance. It's also that he didn't, like, with his skill set and just physical stature, he didn't need to find a way to change the game. He, he just, just knew he could perfected. exploit it. He could perfect the way it is right now. Yeah. Like, even the fact that the game has changed, and now he's adjusting. Like, now he's old, so he's primarily playing in the low post, getting those fadeaway jump shots, and then just being a great spot of three-point shooter now. He had... They just... He boat raced the, the Warriors. They just he, he they just boat raced the Warriors and like to end one of the quarters, he pulled up from the logo and hit it at the buzzer. Like, could you imagine somebody in the nineties taking that shot? Can you imagine MJ or like Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon taking that shot? Because Kevin Durant would take that shot, and Hakeem and Kevin Durant are the same size, which blows my mind. I don't know about that. Close, close, but yeah, Durant's a little smaller. He's also way skinnier. Yeah, Slim Reaper, baby. <laughs> You know he's going with that nickname, right? Is he is he going to stick with it? Yeah, he said, uh, you know, Oklahoma City wasn't that time. But just recently he said, uh, like a few months ago, he said, now it's the time to pull that out. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Now the time is in, in Really, Reaper. Kevin, in the COVID times, you're going to make a <laughs> Slim Reaper joke? A death joke. <laughs> a death joke. How dare you? <laughs> But um, he wasn't. He got into beef with somebody on Twitter. He always does. He has a it was, Twitter uh, problem. He does have a Twitter problem. Yeah, that's dude. I've, that's honestly that's that's part of my thinking behind NBA Top Shot stuff. I don't Is even that, have like, a Twitter problem. I don't. I don't either. I have way different problems. And he's an NBA player. Yeah. How much validation do you need besides the people <laughs> paying you millions of dollars to play a game? I I just want one girl, man. <laughs> This should be enough. You give me one, just one girl. Give me enough validation. That's enough. If I was Kevin yeah. Durant, if you were Kevin Durant, but who knows? You know, if I'm in Kevin Durant's shoes, maybe I do need some Twitter validation. Yeah, some burner yeah. accounts going in the in the. That's what I'm works. saying, dude. He had multiple burner accounts, and like this NBA Top Shot thing that's exploding. Like one of the like Scary Terry bought his own card for fifteen thousand dollars. I saw a lot of players are buying their own cards. A lot of players are buying their own cards, and it increases the value of their cards because then just the casual person goes and looks at it and is like, oh, fuck, that's sold for whatever, 20K. Tyrese Halliburton did his own. Halliburton. Uh, did he really? Yeah, he bought his own card. That's kind of dope. He, he held off until, until it was more expensive. It was in the thousands. And then he was like, all right, maybe this is the real deal. Like, you know, people are spending thousands of bucks on this. Yeah. I'll invest now before it gets way too out of hand. Yeah, which hopefully is soon, because that'd be, that'd be good news for me. That'd be good news for both of us. <laughs> yes, it would. But Top Shot, man. Top Shot's fun. Yeah, but so you're telling me Kevin Durant wouldn't buy his own card uh, 600 times? He has the money, I mean, and he's soft as fuck. <laughs> you know, it, it would be good for Top Shot, the investors, and yeah. uh, just the program in general. More players invested in their own cards. You know, I saw this... Um, I haven't talked to you about this. I, I saw this... Uh, one card on my phone, uh, someone was trying to sell it for, you know, a crazy amount of money because it was labeled as a three-pointer when it was actually a two-pointer. <laughs> you know, a mislabeled card. So, a mis- that's interesting. And so they were trying to sell for thousands. Wow. You know, I guess I guess it would go for a lot of money. Yeah, Depending probably. on how what the player is, what the play is. 
If it's a misprint of a trading card, that it gets thrown out. If it's like like if it was like an actual tops physical trading oh, card, I'm just talking. I would about make a top pass. shot. Yeah, but for top shot, that's kind of dope. because you can't they can't retract that. Yeah, and and you know only hundreds of people have it. Yeah, you know not thousands. So the amount of people trying to sell it, there's not that many on the market. So you know that would that would be crazy. The Warriors actually are in the playoff race right now. They're 19 and 16. They're the eight seed. I thought they were way worse than that. Who's tenth? Tenth is the Grizzlies, who I'm so excited for them to get Jaron Jackson Jr. back. I'm so excited He's for been that. Out for a while. Yeah, he tore something in the knee. I think he'll be back. Hopefully by the end of the season. Uh, Mavs are ninth. Warriors eight. Nuggets seventh. Luca's ninth already. Yeah, because they were struggling for a minute. Because he even said he didn't think he was playing well in the beginning of the season. No, and he, he has stepped it the fuck up. But he he you know Porzingis did come back. Yeah, it's, it's huge. not like he hasn't been playing. Porzingis has been playing, and uh, Luca has been playing all right. It's just they need to play the same games. Yeah, they, they need to. That's play. the thing that happened in the Clipper series, right? Yeah, like they played like the like one game together, Porzingis and they were got they ejected won one game for defending yeah. Luca, and you know yeah. all sorts of you know. Wow, I forgot about that. I saw I saw that buzzer beater at your place. At you know what's messed up? Hit me with it. We watched Luka Doncic destroy the Clippers with that game winner against, who was it, Reggie Jackson? Yeah, and Kawhi was on him initially, and then someone, there was a screen for a someone. switch. I He's, think it was Reggie Jackson. He switched Jackson. off of Kawhi onto somebody, Yeah, and he hit that game winner. What's sad is that I was with, we were with like six six people at that time. Yeah. And one of those people were Ethan, right? And one of those people were Mateo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of my friends, right? So, you know, I was with them the other night at their place in the city, and we're watching the Mavericks versus the Celtics. Oh, <laughs> Luca really? comes down, hits a game winner <laughs> with like a f- like two seconds left, three seconds left. Jalen Brown gets the ball on the other end. We call a timeout. Jalen Brown gets the ball on the other end, down near the hoop. He fades away for a two, ties the game, or puts us up by one, or who knows. <laughs> <laughs> Luca comes back down and scores another <laughs> game winner from the same <laughs> spot that he did against the Clippers in the playoffs. And I'm looking at him like, what are you made of? How can you be that clutch, that player, that dude, in that moment, that often? And he's 21. He's not <laughs> even 22. He's our age. Younger, older, just slightly, you know, like, I can't believe he's around our age doing the things that he's doing, man. I hope that Luca goes down as one of the greatest players of all time. Quite honestly, I think he has the shot. I think he's gonna, man. Yeah, I think he does have the shot. Yeah. I think, you know. That's just the way he plays. He can do it for 15 years. Depends on the accolades and the career because, you know, LeBron has set a standard that I think a lot of players have to break or. It's. Try to come close to breaking. He's gonna. He's he's getting close to having like he has like thirty five thousand career points. He's, he has like nine thousand career assists and nine thousand career rebounds. He's like, pretty good at what he does. He's just he's done it for so long. It's really insane. But like Luca can play for fifteen years. It looks like at this level, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. 
But Luca's been playing since he was like 15 honestly, years old. Part of me is worried that he's going to get like sick of professional basketball. He's going to be like, dude, this that. has been my whole life. Like, I'm like, feel like I'm 31. I want to like travel or something. Like, I just want to do something different now. He's been in the uh, professional basketball since he was 15. 15. Something like that. So I could see him getting bored of it 15 years in. Especially, let's say, let's say like in his, in his 20s, he wins like two, three championships. He'll be like, I'm done. Like, this is easy. <laughs> I got more than Dirk. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I need. I'm the yeah. greatest international player of all time. You see the, the Mavs? Do you think he could go down as the greatest international so, okay, player? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Dirk is your greatest international player of all time. Pro- Does Tim Duncan count as international or no? I mean, U.S., Virgin Islands, the U.S. But it's also Virgin like Islands. a fucking virgin. <laughs> That's pretty foreign to me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's just uh, let's count. Tim yeah, Duncan so he's a U.S. American. Yeah, <laughs> he would have probably played for Team USA. Yeah. So so it's probably Dirk then, right? Dirk, maybe Akeem. It's it's between Akeem and Dirk, right? Yeah. And Akeem, man, Akeem is good. He's really good. Yeah. But Dirk is good too. And it's it's hard to compare those two two players, even though they played similar pl- positions. Their styles were a lot different, a lot different. Yeah, yeah. Dirk, and but like that's defensively, a good I feel like Akeem has him. Yeah. Oh yeah. However, defensively now, Luca doesn't really have too Anything. much on him. Yeah, but he literally only sees passing lanes like here and there. Do you think he could go down as like the international player? Hakeem was obviously honestly. Like, I know. think in in a, in a few years, Giannis might grab that title, and then in a few more years, it'll be like then Embiid might take it for a year, and then yeah. Luke will have it for like another ten years. Like it, that might switch hands a few times. Like Ben Simmons decade. comes in there at some ben, point. Yeah, right? Ben Sim- Yeah, Ben Simmons flies in with a hammering dunk, and before he dunks it, he actually doesn't know look past somebody else who misses a shot. Because <laughs> that's Ben Simmons style. <laughs> yeah. Ben Simmons is amazing. So is Dante Exum and Matthew Delvadova. True. Anthon yeah. Maker. One of those guys has been to an NBA Finals. Because he played with LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope um, Luca gets some help out in Dallas. You know how crazy it would be? And this was like a hyped up thing for, you know, months and months and months during the offseason. Luca, Porzingis, Giannis. The international big three. I would have been absurd. Because they both can, absurd. Luca, they say, can't shoot. But he can shoot. He can shoot. It's just not like super efficient yet. Yeah. He he will be able to shoot. Yeah. Porzingis can shoot. As a Knicks fan firsthand, you know how yeah. Porzingis can shoot. Yeah. Porzingis can shoot. Giannis can't. But if he, he was with everything those two else players, inside. Yeah. you just put him... Down low, you pop Porzingis on the wing. Dude, those three guys are all... Luke is the shortest one at 6'7". 6'8", six, 6'7". Six, six, and then you got then you got Giannis sitting chilling at like 6'11", and Porzingis at 7'3". Who would have the height to even come close to matching that? You got LeBron, JaVale McKee, and... He, he's uh, not even on the Lakers anymore. Not anymore. You need it, him back. They just, they just signed somebody... I'm forgetting his name. They signed somebody like a 10-day contract, and he had like a cool dunk tonight. Norvell but, Powell. No, not, I'm forgetting his name, but he's filling like that Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee role from last year. Just Interesting. Like, like the guy at the rim who catches Marcus Gasol seems too slow. 
at that at that. He's role. a he's a it's a di- he. I like he when likes, he's on the court. Honestly, he catches in the high just because of his vision. I love his vision. No, yeah, but he, he can't do the things White and Javale were doing. Catches last the year. ball and he tries to facilitate a lot more mm-hmm. than Javale or Dwight. Dwight was Dwight and Javale were, played the exact same role. Yeah, the energetic big off, the and bench. they would both do it for like twelve to fifteen minutes. Like it was the same exact thing. Yeah, and it was interesting because they would just switch off. Yeah. But now the Lakers are kind of going in a different direction. And, uh, you know, they're not the one seed. No, they're the, the two seed. <laughs> so. And AD's hurt. They had 70 days for an offseason or something, whatever it was, like really short. I I still think at the end of the day they're going to end up in the finals, even though the Jazz have been playing out of their mind. And the Clippers, I honestly think, got better, which is weird to say because – they were so good last year, but the, there's a legitimate like on paper, I guess. On on paper, I like the upgrades they made. I don't know if I like Nick Batum like as he took a he took a last second shot the other day that like he he was taking it. And I like I was just like Batum shot exactly. I don't know what you're he talking was taking about, it. And I was like he's not like they're gonna lose this game. Like literally as he was shooting it at the buzzer, whatever for the win. I was like oh. so the Clippers lost, Whew. and then he missed. Yeah, that should be quite shot. Yeah, it should be a Kawhi shot. It should be shot. Paul Honestly, shot first, and then Kawhi's. It, was, uh, it should be, but also it was on the baseline, so I don't want him to hit the side of the backboard again. No, so then it was Kawhi's shot, yeah. But seriously, like, Paul George, I think the bubble fucked with Paul George. Like, being in there for, for that long, away from family, all that stuff. Like, I don't he was, think it was family he, for Paul George. I think it was just, like, hooking up with girls. Really? Just in general? Like, you yeah. just missed well, it? Well, he's had a interesting past. With his coach, his daughters. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't got to get into that and all that. <laughs> Not so. really. But, but he uh, came out on a fucking tear this season. He was insane shooting splits. Him and Kawhi, even yeah. though they didn't really work out that first year together, Kawhi might not be the same exact peak level that he he's still was. Quite, he was a monster he's today. still good. Against the Bucks, he was a monster today. Paul like, George is not the same peak he was in Indianapolis, right? Pro- probably or not. Indiana. And, and what sucks is I'd even say that I'm peak Paul George might have been in OKC for that year, but <sighs> but it's tough. He, even then, like his most memorable playoff moment in that is, year is, is Dame Lillard is Dame Lillard shooting that fifty foot buzzer beater over him and him saying it's a bad shot and the game. And then he's just like, that was a bad shot. It's like, you can't say that because you're being sent home. Like, it clearly worked out. It would be a out. bad shot if you defended it well and uh, he well, didn't make then it. Then again, who, accepts, who expects a guy to step back when you're at half court? To take a step back. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Damian Lillard's so fucking good. Is Damian there's, Lillard the top two five guys, player There's two guys. There's Damian Lillard and Stephen Curry. Yeah. Yeah, but Curry wouldn't even like. Remember that buzzer beater he had against OKC the year before KD went when there. When he pulled up from from like thirty eight or whatever, just inside the half court. That was nasty, My, dude. Uh, Mike Breen gave him two bang, two bangs, <laughs> not just one. Yeah, that's not pretty just legendary. One bang call. Yeah, two bang calls. LeBron only got one. I mean, like you know, Ray Allen in Game Six against the Spurs only got one. Yeah, you know, this is legendary stuff. Yeah, you got two bang calls. I mean, yeah, man, Steph Curry. Uh, the the more hate he gets, I feel like this season he's kind of uh, showing off what he, what he's capable of. He's he's top sixty two already. Yeah, you know, so like that, like games. that's where it it messes with me. My it's the the top five player thing I was talking about because like it's tough for me to watch Steph Curry and say and he's not, not a top five, top five player. Five. 
Yeah. I think he has to be top five. He's right. The things he's done this season and his resume, like combined, it, it's just undeniable. And you got, you know, LeBron and KD. And I want to say Giannis is in there for sure, but with everybody else, like Luka and Embiid playing this year and Jokic playing this year, with guys like that, is Giannis for sure, which is crazy. He's coming off back to back MVP seasons and defensive player of the year. But like the team success isn't as much there this year. They had they played great against the Clippers today towards down the stretch. They they ended the game on a nine zero run. They were down one hundred ninety six and they won one hundred five to one hundred. Wow! Like they just dominated the last like two three minutes. I think the talent is definitely um, way more complicated than it is or has been since uh, maybe even the likes of Kobe Bryant was at the height of the league, you know, you know, years ago and stuff like that. I feel like there's probably 10 guys. We didn't even mention James Harden. I was just going to say, you haven't yeah. mentioned James Harden or Kyrie Irving, and those two players are arguably top... Top 10 guys, top, top 10 seven guys. guys top yeah. seven guys, you know. In the NBA, I mean, Harden won an MVP two two years ago, three years ago? I think three years ago, yeah. Three years ago? That's not that long ago. Three years removed, you know? He's still playing at an MVP-type level, I would say. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, the numbers are different because he takes less shots. Uh, he has to share more shots. But, but his, he's, he's, he's leading the league in assists now. Like So that, that's just the role he's taking now. Like, you know? He's still finding a way to be absurdly efficient and impactful on the offensive end. I'm not going to say Jason Tatum is an MVP candidate. But he should be in the top 10 conversation. And if he goes on a tear that he went on last year, he should be really considered. He might be the only, like, young American guy besides Zion that I, like, have a bunch of faith in to do well in the next five years. Like, I, 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 I like Brandon Ingram, but I could see that falling apart. He has Kevin Durant like qualities, but... Not Kevin Durant's hyped skill. Yeah, yeah. And to me, he just looks like he reacts a little too slowly sometimes. And there's something off with him, because Kevin Durant always pushes that he's the next Kevin Durant. But Brandon Ingram, just watching him play, he doesn't... He's not Kevin Durant. He's not Kevin Durant. He doesn't yeah. look like Kevin Durant. He doesn't move like Kevin Durant. No, he he's doesn't. He's not as fast. He's just not. Yeah. It, there's there's some similarities. Obviously, the, it's the, the lankiness... Yeah. You know the length, like you said, the the skinniness, the the scoring yeah. ability, the nice the range. touch when he shoots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't have that same mid range. He can try, but he doesn't have the same mid range. He doesn't yet. have the same hand. We're just like, oh, this is money. I've seen this a million times. Yeah, he doesn't have those go to type of scoring moves that all the greats have had, like like Durant. You know. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's some players in this league that are that are like that. Uh, we were talking about Tatum. I don't think Tatum is an MVP caliber player right now. Jalen Brown, on the other hand, he's been balling. Yeah, has been arguably playing even better, which is and crazy. As a Celtics fan, watching Jalen Brown, having him on my fantasy team, <laughs> tracking his stats, he's doing better than Jason Tatum is this year, and it's an anomaly. I, I don't understand it. I feel like Jason Tatum. Is the guy for us the the Celtics long term? I'm saying Jalen Brown is included in those plans. I'm just saying that Jason Tatum is our guy. Now Jalen Brown could be definitely the second piece to a championship winning team. But right now, Jalen Brown is playing as if he's Kobe Bryant. He's dropping like 27, 28 points per game. It's ridiculous. That's pretty awesome. 
No, it's ridiculous. He's leading the team in points. He's he's playing like a leader. He's leading them defensively way better than Tatum is. He's just playing out of his mind. You know, some people were disappointed that Boston had two All-Stars. You know, I, I honestly say that we might only have one, and that's Jalen Brown. Wow. Wow. Jason Tatum, I mean, he's been playing well. But he's playing to the standard. He's playing to the standard that we've set for him. He's playing to the standard that we've established, you know, over these past few years. And I really hope that Jalen Brown, I guess Jason Tatum, I hope that Jason Tatum can step it up even more so than we hold him accountable for. I hope he can average over 30 points, you know, when we ask him to average 26 or 27 Jalen Brown is going above and beyond. He he's doing it on the offensive end and the defensive end, and winning us games to the best of his ability. Now you need team involved, and that's the problem with the Celtics this year is that Campbell Walker has had some questionable games. Some fans have asked for his trade. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think Kemba Walker is a good point guard. You know, he he's had his rough start to the season. You know, it's a it's a it's a weird thing to get into after you've been injured for so long, like he has, and you're you know you're in a weird, not totally f- totally free uh, league with the coronavirus measures that you have to take precautions. Yeah, I'm sure there's a different set of stress that comes with that, and just you know practice in the way you you go about games and the way you treat games and on the road and at home is completely different to what what would be pre-coronavirus and yeah no disease involved so i think that the celtics have just been distracted and i think that you know uh, the problems that right now they're not even in the playoffs i believe they're barely they're only 500 but like there's a bunch of teams in the east that are well, right there with 16 them. 16 and 18 or 16 and 17? There's there's 17 and 17 now. Wow. They, they might have played today and won something. Yeah. So but Yeah, they Listen, we both thought they were going to be in a 70 game season. They were both going to be at least 51 teams. You thought they, both, they were going to yeah. be the number 1 seed. I thought they were yeah. going to be the second seed. Like and so they're doing pretty underwhelming to yeah. our, both of our opinions. And I think that's that's probably just because Kemba Walker has been slow to come back. And Jason Tatum might not have taken the step that we needed him to take. I think he's producing on a level that, you know, is touching greatness. But, you know, the points per game in the league, like we mentioned before. It's skyrocketing. So, like, so just 26 volume points per game scoring? Is not 26 points per game it, back in 2006. Not at all. It feels fluffy almost. At all. So I feel like Jason Tatum could be averaging more. Jalen Brown could be averaging more. I love Jalen Brown. I think he's doing perfect. I think Jason Tatum needs to step it up. And I think Kemba Walker definitely needs to step up his game. I mean, that's the problem. Obviously, it's it's Kemba Kemba Walker. Yeah. You know, and it's it's obviously like, you know, our other team issues. And Tatum's only (laughs) shooting 43% from the field, which is rough. Uh, Yeah. Not as rough as like a forward, but he could be better. Like yeah. as a big man, you know, sixty percent. Uh, dude, Zion shooting sixty percent. Like, you know who shot sixty percent before Zion as a forward? LeBron. Oops. In really? twelve. 
Yeah, you shot like that. 60. I don't even know that. I'm so happy I know that now. That, is, <laughs> oh, that tickles my LeBron, fancy, LeBron baby. LeBron shot like a 62%, right, in Miami 2012. Something like that. 62, 63. I, I'm looking up right now. Yeah. Miami LeBron, man. Different character, different breed. He also just didn't need to shoot as much. No, because he had Bosch. And you know what's crazy? Ridiculous slander that I saw on NBA Twitter today. Hit me with it. There is a debate going around. Chris Bosch at its peak. Okay. Versus Julius Randle right now. You put me in a tough position. I'm not. I'm not, and it's Chris Bosch. And you I know, know it's, it's Chris, Chris. No, Bosch. here I know it's Chris Bosch. It's not even close. <laughs> but listen to me, Julius Randle is like impressing everyone. What's happening right now? I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not watching the Knicks games as much as I should be. You don't. You. That's not a sentence you should ever say. <laughs> you just do not feel pressure to watch the Knicks games. Like that is honestly insulting to Chris Bosch. But at the same time, and Julius Randle's been impressive. So I can understand some people speaking with a bit of hyperbole for him. But Chris Bosh was an all-NBA caliber player for like five, six years. I mean, his Raptors days, he doesn't even need to talk about his heat days. Yeah, that's when he became a champion. And his heat days is when he started shooting really well. Yeah. Yeah, People are probably just doing this because they're both big and lefty. Yeah. But like Chris Bosh still even got like two, three inches on him. Yeah, Chris Bosh is about six eleven. Yeah, I think he's six eleven. Julius Randle is uh, like six eight, nine. nine. Yeah, it's so crazy how like that sounds like Bosch splitting hairs, a- but that's actually because they're already so big. But like two inches is a big difference, and I've heard that in many different settings. No, they definitely look like they stack up different. But Julius Randle's thicker, where Bosh oh, is way skinnier. Thicker. Yeah, he's got a wagon. But Bosh can shoot a lot better than Randle probably could ever shoot. Oh, a lot better. But like. Julius Randle, it was impressing me yesterday. Uh, he helped us close out the game against the Pacers by like drilling a few clutch threes. It's a bonus, man. All-star snub. That's what I'm thinking about, the Pacers. He is, but he got in because of the Durant thing. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, he honestly... A few I, players sat out, uh, right? Durant? Durant, AD's at, sitting out. AD sat out, yeah, for uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is by far Julius Randle's best year. He's averaging 23.5 points and 11 boards on uh, 48% from the field, which is pretty good, but 41% from three on four and a half attempts a game. So like, that's a real sample size. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, trade him, right? Uh, I don't understand the people Leon that think Rose? that, like, I don't understand the people that think that the Kristaps trade has, like, worked out for us. Because I... It hasn't. Dennis Smith Jr. You got back in that trade. He's now on the Pistons because he we wanted it because he for wanted Derrick Rose. No, not even for Derrick Rose. When we got Derrick Rose, he thought there were like the guard position was like too clustered, so he requested to go to the G League. And the next thing I know, he's on the Pistons, which is essentially like being on a G League team. Uh, but he he just suddenly was on the Pistons. Like yeah. so, we don't have him anymore. We freed up the cap space to sign two great guys. We signed Randall. We could have kept Porzingis and signed Randall still, but we missed out on everybody else. And who else did we get? The one, the one gem is maybe the fact that we got Emmanuel quickly. We got that pick in that trade. But even then, people say that quickly like is because you guys drafted him. It's because we drafted him, yeah, and also people said that we him. reached for him anyway. Like so, maybe we could have gotten him in the second round, regardless. Outside of that, what have we done? We signed Alex Burks, Alfred Payton. I don't like them. No, at all. They, 
at, at all. It's a, I don't like Alfred Payton. No, he's a mess. I, I don't understand how his career is messier than his hair used to be. I don't understand why he was such a highly drafted, uh, a highly touted draft pick. I don't get out. it. I don't get Do it. Do you remember that? He was coming out of like Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, I remember he was in the like in that two K game. He was the other starting point guard you would have to go against in like the the like pre draft game. What year was he? Twenty seventeen? I can't remember. Twenty fifteen? I think he was probably fourteen fifteen ish. He's not twenty seventeen. He's twenty fifteen probably. Uh, the tenth overall pick in two thousand fourteen. Ah, uh, that's pretty high. Yeah, that's really high for a guy Man, who I don't been want on year my team. For six years, league, been yeah. in the league for six People, years. Listen, the, going to the Orlando Magic is like. Remember that Percy Jackson movie? And sea me- Monsters or uh, I, Lightning I, for, Thief? The Lightning Thief, and they go to that like casino, and everybody is like, everybody who takes the thing <laughs> is like tripping out. There. Yeah, and they talk to that one guy who's like playing asteroids and doesn't know it's not 1972 or whatever yeah that's what happens to careers when the people play with the orlando magic everyone's like (laughs) wait what decades have passed and all of a sudden they're like whoa wait jameer nelson's been on the magic for how long evan fournier is uh, a magic player still apparently Uh, nikola vucevic uh all-star vucevic is kind of a beast he's an all-star he doesn't deserve to be on the fucking orlando magic no. That's for sure. No. He doesn't deserve to be stuck in Orlando. He's one of the best centers in the league in uh all star I mean stats wise. Yeah. I mean I mean uh I know he gets a lot of usage given how bad the magic are, but it, the efficiency's there and he's fucking huge. He's a house. I, so last time we were talking about the magic I believe we were saying how they got to trade Vucevic. Vucevic. They should, like for so much draft capital. Who do you think he should go to? Who What team needs a center? Dude, what if he went to the Nets? Well, that would be unfair. That would be unfair. That would be straight <laughs> up unfair. That would be pretty tough to uh, defend against. Because, I mean, the Nets would just be all offense, no defense. Yeah. They already are. Yeah, and somehow they would even more double down on it. Which I didn't think would be possible until we just said this. I don't like the uh, Vucevic Celtics idea. It feels too much like like they're they're grasping at straws to be like, oh oh no, we're supposed to make a big trade because we're not starting the season off very hot and our team needs it. It's like no, let the team gel. Like you guys are gonna get there. See, Brad Stevens turns players into amazing type of quality caliber players. I don't think he could take Vucevic who's already playing really well, and turn him into an even better player. I think Probably that's not. where we wouldn't invest in him as a player, just because we couldn't turn him into anything better. But we, we could be looking at, like, a Miles Turner, like we were last year, you know? The, uh, they'd be fantastic. Upgrade at center slightly, you know, over Daniel Tice. I like Tice. He's just straight up not big enough. I like Tice too. It's just he he lacks um, obvious uh, domination, you know, just dominating the post uh, type of qualities. And you know, Daniel Tice is smart with his uh, putbacks and his rebounds and his second chance opportunities, but he does lack in a lot of things. And oh he, yeah. He, I mean, I was just talking uh, to one of my my friends uh, on you know car ride earlier today, and we were talking about how. Kemba Walker missed the game winner against the Lakers. And then Daniel Tice had the opportunity to rebound and put it back up. And he did. 
and he missed it. So is that so, like a season in a nutshell, essentially? So it's like, you know, Daniel Tice is good at what he does, but you just can't rely on him being the the guy, you know? Yeah, no way. That's what you got to do. And, and, you know, the Celtics are good at that. It's just we got to get better at playing team basketball. Stop getting Jeff Teague in the games. Start running more Peyton Pitch- Pritchard. Start relying on more Jason Tatum. And like I said, we got rid of Gordon Hayward. We can yeah. give Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker more shots. We can give these guys more shots. They deserve it. They should be scoring 25 points per game, 30 points per game. All which, which team do you think at the bottom of the East should get relegated so that the Supersonics can come back? Pistons. Pistons, not even close. Pistons are the worst team in the league by far, and I said that way before on yeah. the East podcast. And yeah. let me guess, they are still the worst team by far. Yeah, yeah. so I've been right about that. Yeah, and, and I was uh, like, I thought they'd have, they'd have a better shot at making. I remember saying this specifically. No, that I thought they'd Detroit, have a better shot at making the playoffs than the Pacers would. I mean, the point, Pacers have been very impressive. I made a point to to bash Detroit last time we talked about Detroit. <laughs> let me tell you this. Detroit, Jeremy Grant is a top five Detroit player has gotten in the NBA. So much economically better and fun and amazing, and no, it hasn't. It's been <laughs> the same exact thing it's been for years. Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks, and that's just what it's going to be. And, and you know, their team sucks. The players suck. The organization sucks. <laughs> who who is Onyeke uh, Kongu? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Oh sorry, sorry. He's um no, not even him. He's on the Hawks, bro. Saying Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay is a nice piece. Okay, yeah, Sadiq Bay, and that's it. My bad, Jeremy Grant. Sadiq Bay. Yeah, and I'm not even counting Jeremy Grant. He, bro, he's been in the league for ten years. <laughs> he's old. He's old news. <laughs> who who do they have that they're developing? Seiko Dumbe, I don't. Oh, Killian Hayes, my bad. Uh, but he like Killian he got, Hayes he tore something, right? Killian Hayes, who hasn't done anything this year. What has he done? I think he tore his ACL. Hold on. So he hasn't done anything. <laughs> Detroit basketball at its finest, man. And they also had uh, they they traded for. Yeah, he tore it. They traded for the Knicks player. Yeah, Dennis Smith yeah, Jr. they thought Dennis Smith Jr. was going to save their franchise. <laughs> Who trades for Dennis Smith Jr.? The Knicks and the Pistons. I feel like those are the two franchises. Those are the two franchises that would trade, that for, would Dennis trade for Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. is a great player, highlights wise, coming out for, of yeah, college. Yeah, for like if he could play six minutes a game, and it's just like his best six minutes, that'd be great. And he didn't. But no, ever he tell has to ACO. play. Yeah, but he has to play thirty minutes and not turn the ball over. But he he doesn't do that. He's not. Yeah. So we we've hit we've hit fifty minutes on this. Do you want to do the? Do you want to try and do the chip and then do the last uh, ten minutes post chip? Word. All right. So this is the Paqui. Paqui. Yeah. Paqui. 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 The hottest chip on the face of the planet. One chip challenge. California rebirth. I've already. I've had a quarter here. of it. I had a quarter of it. I saw. I sent you the video. Yeah, you did not look too good. No, I did not. I I made. I might be. I might be wanting you to grab some milk. I yeah. I'm I'm going to. All right. So I, so I'm gonna go in a second, and then Thomas and Ruben also ate a quarter of it today. So there's one quarter of it left in there. All right. And so like I'm gonna go grab some milk. Like mess with it, open it, smell it, tell them how terrible it smells. And I'll be right back. 
All right. Inside one extremely hot tortilla chip. Warning, it hurts like hell. All right, let's get into this. I'm worried that I'm just going to eat someone else's chip, to be honest. There's a lot of packaging to this. It looks like a half-eaten chip right here. I might. Oh, I guess that is it. Did no one eat the whole chip? There just seems to be like a half-eaten chip that most people just, you know, took, I guess, parts of. I'm just going to eat the whole thing. It's about the size of my thumb. All right, here goes nothing. That was a mistake. Did you eat it? Yeah. Okay. It was supposed to be the whole thing, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, did you eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and okay, so he's not going to be able to talk for a second, I don't think. There's about, like, yeah, you can drink it straight from the thing. You, you can put lips on it and everything. There's not. You're gonna have all of that milk. <laughs> you take off the. You can take off the headphones if you want. You can. It's the hottest chip on the face of the planet. Yeah, put the. You finish the whole thing. There's not. There's not much in there, but like slowly. Take your time. Take your time. It's and it's gonna. It's gonna last for a few minutes. <laughs> Color. <laughs> Do you want me to get some more milk? No, I'm fine. You're good? I'm so fine. <laughs> Don't. It's so spicy. <laughs> it's the hottest drip on the face of the planet. <laughs> I need tissues. Tissues? Uh. Yo, I'm fine. Is this still on? Yeah, it is still on. We're, we'll have to probably cut some of this. Maybe some of it, maybe not. <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you want to try and talk a little bit of basketball? No, yeah, don't talk. <laughs> Do you ever think a chip would bring you to your knees? Isn't that not fair how that could happen? <laughs> Shut up, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> what the fuck? It's like when I first drank the milk, everything is fine. And then, like, two seconds after, it's like, no, you need more It's milk. right back. It's <laughs> See, I'm fine right now. 
It should be. You should be like the the peak of it should be starting to go away. Maybe in a second or two. You gotta realize I'm drunk too. I don't even feel it as much. Really? I'm drunk. That. <sighs> I probably need to blow my nose again. That's the one thing is that's really nice. It clears out your sinuses. Like <laughs> no, no more stuffy nose. I'm spitting up milk. <laughs> <laughs> I ate the whole chip because I thought, like, well. No, that's, that was the last quarter of it. Uh, that was the last quarter of it. People eat four times that. Ah, thank God I didn't eat more. I was thinking about eating a lot more. What is that? This is This is the reward. Man, that milk helped me too much.
<laughs> oh my god thank you thank you i appreciate the uh the packy one chip challenge i don't even i had like a quarter of a chip right yeah yeah that was a little intermission i don't know how to feel <laughs> what about that changed me as a person <laughs> <laughs> milk help though Oh man, the milk helped so much. I wish there was more, but we we don't have any more. So, gosh, John, I can get you a glass later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantasy draft. Okay, quick little fantasy draft now. Would you be down? I'm down. You want to do? How do you want to do it? You want to do players only? Players under six five. Yeah, we could do that. I was thinking about more international versus U.S., but I could do either or. You want to do international versus U.S.? I feel we, like we've talked a lot easier. about those players. Yeah, that, not, what side, what not side do you only want? easier, but also there's more international players. I feel like than, than players under, under six, six five. five. Yeah, yeah. Are we going all time or are we going modern? <sighs> Let's go. Um, just modern. Just modern. Just like Let's this year's NBA. Let's do it. I'm guessing you want an international. Yeah, sure. I'll take international. I'll get first pick since uh, that's it doesn't how it usually really goes. matter because we can't pick each other's people. We can just do it like by matchup. Do you want to do starting fives? Or do you want to like go into the bench? Let's do um, starting five. See where we go from there. All right. Um, if I get first pick, obviously I'm just you know we can't pick our, each other's players. Yeah, I'll just go Embiid center. So I need someone modern day who can match up with Embiid. Yeah. I don't know if there really is anybody, but I'll still take Anthony Davis so we can try. ADS center. Yeah. It's a good matchup. Yeah. Um, to combat that, I would also plug Jokic down there. Power forward. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go with Durant. To kind of That's my front court. I'm going to go AD and KD is my front court. I don't think Jokic can stick with KD. No. But... Can KD guard Jokic in the post? Probably not. He's too big-bodied. But he's so freaky lengthy-wise, KD. Jokic would have some odd passes. Yeah. This is like, the all All four of these guys are already like close to seven foot, if not seven foot. Yeah. So that's already way more length than, like, because Jokic is so good at, like, getting it barely out of somebody's reach. Yeah. Like, everyone just has so much reach now. Yeah. That's the, the unfortunate part. People are long today in the NBA. Pause. Very. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's just part of the game. Yeah. Um, so for my small forward point guard, shooting guard, Luka Doncic, obviously. Nice. I will go with that kid. Uh, I don't know where he fits in right now. He's one, two, or three at the moment. That's fair. Well, then I'll go with my one, two, or three and LeBron James. 
He could play one, two, three. He could play even four. That's tough. So I got. You got. You're a younger team, like, and it's it's more promising. Like, if we said the next five years, your squad will probably end up having more fun stuff. But proven wise, I've got some. I've got everyone I got as a champion. Two of them are MVPs. And AD is maybe the greatest lob threat of all time. You know what I'm going to go with? And I think that this might be potentially a better team than the USA that you're drafting right now. So I have Doncic at the four. Yo, Embiid at the five. I will put Luke at the three. Okay. I'm going to get Jamal Murray at the point guard. Interesting move. Instead of Ben Simmons. Interesting. Just for shooting and spacing? Shooting and spacing. Yeah. You need spacing with this team, especially with Jokic and B down low. <coughs> Both can kind of shoot, but... I, I like it, not going to lie. With it, with Ben Simmons in that mix, and B and Jokic would just be ugly, I feel. So, that's yeah. who my point guard is. That's a really good pick. Uh, there's a... F- there's a lot of good point cards I can pick from. Uh, it's hard to not go with Curry. Dame Willard, I feel like, would be unreal on this team just because how much one-on-one stuff he could do. He's very American. He, and he plays very American style. Chris Paul is just such a game manager, and like no matter what the talent level is on the court, he still knows what he wants to do and how he's going to do it. He's like the oldest point guard ever. Yeah, and he's still an all-star or whatever. You know, some people thought that about John Stockton at one point. He's like the oldest point guard Just ever. The, honestly, I see the similarities. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I. How can you not go with Steph Curry, right? Yeah, I would go with Steph Curry if I was yeah. you. So, what's your team looking like? You got it's insane. Steph Curry, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, and I have Jamal Murray, Luka Doncic, Embiid, and Jokic. Which is still really good, and all those guys are MVP candidates, except for Murray. But Murray was an MVP candidate going into this year. Yeah. He dropped yeah. off a little bit. That's because he was dropping 50 bombs in the bubble. Bubble Murray was different. Really? Yeah. All right, my last pick to round out my starting five. I need a shooting guard, small forward. Uh, you might be familiar with this player. He's from Canada. He plays left-handed. His name is R.J. Barrett. He's a shooting guard small forward for the Knicks. Wow. I can't believe you didn't put Giannis on this team. I forgot about Giannis, to be honest. (laughs) But let's just say if I had drafted Giannis. (laughs) And then put Luka at the two. And then Jamal Murray at the one. That's not a bad team, right? No, it's not a bad team. It's an it's insane a, team. Uh, com- I'm talking about comparing against the Americans. That's not a bad squad. It depends. Yeah, it's not Spacing, a bad squad at all. But a lot of the foreigners can shoot except for Giannis. Except for Giannis. Yeah. I don't know who I'd use to fill my last role, to be honest. Because I love Kawhi Leonard. I, I'm all in on, on Kawhi. I feel like on a team like this... Where he does not have to do much offensively. No, he can just focus on defense. He can focus on defense and like be the most ultimate three and D player, like the the final boss of three and D players. 
Like, that's what he would be in this game, I think. Strictly focus on defense. Kawhi is amazing at what he can do. Yeah. His, and I'm honestly pretty impressed with his vision even now. Like, he's he's made some real strides with that. To a degree. I feel I feel like, you know, some players just deserve more recognition for that. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a natural thing for, like, Jokic and LeBron. I'm surprised James Harden isn't on my team, to be honest. Jokic, man. That is what I'm yeah. looking at. Jokic can pass the ball. Yeah. Jokic can find people. Yeah, but, like, how much... He is the, honestly, foot. having Jokic and Murray is fantastic for chemistry. Because, like, they'll just do, like, four minutes of screen and rolls, and they'll come back. Do you think those two win a championship at all in their careers together? That's a good question. I think they might be able to. I th- They might be able to. I don't know if they will, though. Because, like... Ah, but they're just so young too. It'd be fun to have a like a a Mavericks uh Nuggets Western Conference Finals where it's young players. Young players who are all foreign are like Murray and Jokic versus Porzingis and Doncic. That'd be awesome. And I mean I'm rooting for Doncic and Porzingis in that scenario. As am I. Yeah. But, but Jokic and Murray are still fun to watch. But there's some of my favorite players, too. Jokic is one of yeah. my favorite players to watch. So no hard feelings about that, I'm just saying. Um, and and all in all, I think that the Mavericks would come out on top. Even though, you know, to, to put the respect on the Nuggets' name, they did beat the Clippers. Yeah. They did give a running to the Lakers. They tried. They still lost in five, but they were competitive. They were competitive. Yeah. More so competitive than, you know, I mean, some teams should have been last year, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel like the Clippers deserve, or not the Clippers, the Nuggets deserve respect. And and Tamal Murray, was, uh, you know, deserves his due as being a good point guard in today's league. I feel like it was never confirmed until last bubble Yeah, that uh, he was good at what he did. I You know, he was always like, you know, a player drafted, maybe he was overrated, maybe he was underrated. Who knows what he's up to? But last bubble, he made his his name. Known. It was a household name all yeah. out of nowhere. Jamal Murray. So I appreciate what he's done. And, you know, he's had a slow kind of start to the season. He's had some games where he's been good this year. I see him get back to that place, you know. I wouldn't mind having Donovan Mitchell on my team just to see more of those Mitchell and Murray. Remember they would just go back and forth oh, man, like trading buckets. Round. That was the, awesome. The Nuggets versus the Jazz. I wanted that both of them awesome. to win. Yeah, yeah. In some way. I mean, I can't believe that that whole series went down to a Mike Conley buzzer yeah. beater three that rolled in and out. And Donovan Mitchell yeah. was wide open. Yeah, and he was probably hot that game because he was hot every single one of those games. He's usually hot if he's playing for the Jazz. Usually he's the only one who's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got Joe Ingles. He's uh, just a good-looking dude. That's a good second option, obviously. Dude, Bogdanovich has been huge for them this year. Yeah, that's true. That's true, too. That's, dude, they, they just have a squad. But, you know, I got I to gotta give out to my Australian brethren. Brethren. Obviously. So Joe Ingles, man, the things he's been doing with the basketball, he can shoot. And it's even just like his passes when he's in the lane are impressive. Because, like, you got to respect the fact he can just float it up. But also Gobert's right there. He's pretty tough, too. And Yeah, uh, he's a tough dude. Yeah. 
I just feel like that's characteristic of uh, a little bit towards Australians. How was how was talking about basketball post chip? I won't lie. I feel like I've gone through a whole new life. <laughs> um, I feel like I've experienced a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very much in pain still, <laughs> but it's going away. My stomach st- is starting to hurt a little bit. I'm not sure where that's coming from, if that's, uh, you know, food from earlier today. But overall, not bad. All right. You want to you wanna wrap this up and drink some milk? Yeah, I'll be down. Yeah? Okay, yeah. perfect. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>